Hello, welcome to another episode of the Library Foundation Community Podcast here on the Library Foundation Discord server. We've actually got some things to talk about this week. I'm so excited. I am too. Uh, <laughs> this week being August 5th, episode number, I don't know, it's three digits at this point. It's 109. 109. <laughs> we are joined as always. Is, uh, by folks in the chat here on the Discord. You're welcome to join us yourself every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern when we talk about all things library. Uh, can you just tell there's so much more energy here now that we've got things to talk about? I know, it's, it's, a, it's a rough way some, some weeks. We just go, hmm, how's this going to turn out? But no, there's actually a few things we can actually throw on the table. I'm excited about it. I know I know everybody else is, is really excited about it, too. Sandro, are you excited? Yes. That was good. Lev? Yes, very excited. <laughs> All right. Wow. Such dampened excitement. Let's go. Let's go. All right. What, what are we talking about today? We got some posts at the top of it. Com. We got some SEC stuff to talk about. Jeremy's been out there talking about things. And then we're going we're to dive into some questions regarding the library protocol itself as brought up actually by Odyssey, a solid tweet from Odyssey. I know, right? This is weird. So, I don't know how to feel about this week. As always, we're going to kick it off with Creator of the Week. Sandro, take it away. This week's Creator of the Week is Unifer. So they do content on music production on Linux and using open source software for audio editing. They do lots of reviews of Linux audio software and doing... They do a lot of tutorials on how to do stuff in uh, audio production software. That is the uh, quote of the week. I didn't have a lot of time to look over the channel, but I did glance before the show. And I got to say, I'm going to go back and dig around and, and see what else they've got that I didn't lay eyes on because I'm kind of intrigued. They've got some really interesting discussion on plugins. And if you're an audio mm -hmm. geek at all, if you, you know, edit a podcast, record a podcast, or think about maybe you might want to do it or produce your own music, go check out that channel. I think you'll find one or two things you find exciting. Yep, and they also were quite an early adopter of Liboy when it comes to channels. Like, I believe they uh, started in, like, 2017. Uh, so, yeah, so they've been promoting it for quite a while so that's pretty cool Neat. um yes yeah. so the quote of the month is uh it is 3d print general uh so they do 3d printing content they do a lot of short form content on 3d printing including reviews of 3d printing equipment uh so if you are interested in 3d printing uh i am sure you will find a lot of content on this channel which you'll find interesting i will get that into the notes uh, after the show because it, it was not provided to me before the show dirty look it is still confirm uh, the uh of the month post is still confirming so I will link that in the chat once it has confirmed. And what do you get for being creator of the week and or month? You get 50,000 LBC support on your channel if you are creator of the week. Uh, and you also get a shout out on the Discord as well as the Twitter and the Reddit. So, yes. And if you're creator of the month, you basically get all that, excluding the 50,000 LBC support on your channel cool, so yeah, that's, cool. what you get. that's a good load what do you think john john's like oh crap. john doesn't have any fault he's he's uh, been eaten by <laughs> his heater that needs to be maintained hello hello sorry i was talking my mic was not 
my catching my voice. Also, uh, in Creative Council news, Tex has joined the Creative Council. Uh, so they are now on the council. If you want to join the council, make sure to reach out on the Discord server to the Creative Council. Just tag the Creative Council and we will talk to you. Um, if you're a verified creator, uh, you can get involved. Uh, so yeah, basically what we do is just, uh, we try to do, um, programs to, uh, help library creators i guess that's the best way of putting it yes so yeah anybody uh who's willing to join uh check out check us out on the discord server if you wonder why occasionally sandro has some very odd audio issues it's because his programming is a little glitchy and his audio chip's not quite seated right it's okay we'll get it fixed by eventually <laughs> all right yeah. very cool and uh, see, I I didn't have too many thoughts about this because I jumped ahead to the next item, which has to do with a uh, tweet from Library on the SCC. And I'm skipping around a little mm -hmm. bit here because the whole reason the next conversation matters is related to the Creators Council because this SCC suit, as it begins to wrap up, is going to, I think as we phrased it last week, either sort of let us continue as the foundation uh, mm -hmm. because it will it will not classify LBC as a security, in which case more people will start using it. Exchanges might consider listing it again, and just there will be less fear and uncertainty and, a, and doubt behind it. Or it's going to be like GG. LBC is the only thing we have, the only thing we use to help these initiatives that the Creator Councils do, which are fantastic, and things like the music hive and whatnot. So if it is a security, we're going to struggle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it it's, not... that's basically it. And it's I, yeah. I think that's interesting that... You bring that up. I don't think that's really something I've heard talked about in terms of the SEC case. I don't think anyone's pointed out the ancillary businesses and organizations, which oh, you know sort of whole, depend off the sides. Yeah, it was our whole uh, attempt to uh, interject. I forgot the correct terms at this point, but our whole attempt to interject with intervene. the case was because intervene. Thank you. Was because if LBC is a security, we can't. We basically cannot exist. We will try and find other ways to support the protocol because, again, if LBC is a security, then library, the protocol itself, uh, continues to exist. But who knows how that LBC security thing will filter through. It just seems ridiculous that it will be classified that. But um, I mean, the you discussions could. that are... You, you could uh, decide to just be rebel lawbreakers and, and be the underground movement. No, nah, I've got too much shit going on, dude. Oh, yeah. right. you got to leave that <laughs> to people like me. Oh, that's disturbing. Yeah. So the uh, the discussions that are starting to come out from the case that uh, wasn't the case, just sort of the, the, the discussion in a courtroom, I suppose. The yeah, summary the, judgment. The, the summary judgment discussion, which is just strange <laughs> where this is all the fun stuff coming out. Yeah, but they're, they're starting to come out. There's uh, first of all, the SEC is attempting to seal the transcript for 90 days which is weird i don't to me it's weird as someone who doesn't understand how this stuff works like does that happen often why would they want to seal it like what they're not very clear about why they want to seal it uh in, in part they seem to want to uh, obscure where part of the discovery testimonial stuff the internal documentation the emails the messages uh, who was responsible for that but from from public view which you would think would be kind of an important thing for the defense to make reference to it's 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 very shady looking maybe it's completely straight maybe it's a legitimate concern 
But man, if you wanted to look shady, that's exactly what you would do. Yeah. But still, there were people there in the courtroom, uh, and they are providing their summaries. I can't speak to the accuracy of their summaries at all. No one can. Um, but John Deaton, who I have no idea who this this person is, big following on Twitter, though, uh, has posted a whole thread about what they claim happened in the courtroom uh, using quotations. So I don't know if they like wrote this stuff down or because I'm pretty sure you weren't allowed to record in there. No, but he uh, took notes, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but these are like direct quotes. He must yes, have been he was in there very quickly. Hey, some people can take shorthand. It's not me, but somebody yeah. can. But it's an interesting thread to read. I would not go... I dreamed of going through it all here live, but it's, uh, yeah, I would recommend people check it out. It's John at John E. Deaton one, uh, library retweets a lot of his tweets cause he is clearly interested in this case. And I think he's also interested in the ripple case. He is. Uh, there's a lot of crossover there. So it's a, yeah, it's just a good thread. I don't know. Has anyone else read this thread? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I hope nobody else has been digging through it as much as us. Cause man, it's, it's a lot of eye bleeding. If you are not interested in the uh, making of the sausage in the U S justice system, but the sec does not come off looking well not, or smart or smart or even <laughs> aware of what they're trying to regulate. Yeah. Uh, but in, in which to a point where, you know, you, you at, at first you can go, well, maybe it's just the way that it's being written down and discussed. You know, we, we all know about selective reporting, but it's so consistent with itself. It's not because they're being edited. It's they are really saying these things up front, unobscured, and they are completely detached from what you and I and anyone else would feel is reasonable. And that's it starts getting very strange. Right, and I understand that the court is looking at law, written law, and that's how they make a decision. It doesn't matter what seems reasonable. They have a rule book to play by, and they're trying to build the rules as people find Except ways that they don't to have a rule book. Them. They're just making up exactly. rules as so, they go, and that's, that's where it gets even worse. Well, their cryptocurrency is a way to work around the rules. Like It's a new thing that there aren't rules for, so they're trying to come up with rules for this new thing. And as we go, so they're trying to use rules of precedent to go on but still the judge with this rule book is it seems at least by this summary is very open to just like talking about it and be like well okay like for one example all right if 75 percent of library credits were used for they call it consumptive purposes but we can think of that as just like utility token to support right. on your content or whatnot and 25 percent were because the people were buying investment how does that make it a security like would is that an expectation of profits and the SEC lawyers basically like, all right, that is confusing. Like it's they they admit it's a tough challenge. So it is reassuring, I would say, to see a court which a lot of us had doubts about, but ask good questions and really think about what this is and understand seemingly the implications of what their their ruling ultimate ruling is going to be. So if you are at all concerned about that or or want to learn more about it, check out the thread. It is. For me, it's very interesting. It's incredibly, incredibly interesting. Basically, from the cynical point of view, the SEC seems to be claiming that your Beanie Babies are securities because 
some yeah. people slash a lot of people bought them with the expectation that their value would go up in the future and then they would sell them and which would make the manufacturer of beanie babies a security provider and thus subject to regulation under the sec security guide like it, mm-hmm. there's nothing like it's tops cards and sec man controlled dive... security it's it's bizarre yeah if you want to dive more into that the lawyers we had for the intervention wrote um, pages on pages of how the SEC's arguments would make essentially everything that has a secondary market a um, security. Trading cards, Beanie Babies, Magic cards, uh, cars, anything. Anything Houses. with a secondary market. If you think, yep. if you, so, if you think so about just it. To, just to finish the thought really quick, it, it's um, I forget their name. Maybe Ralph remembers because he's here, but uh, it, it is a lot of reading, but it's very, very in-depth. And that was the whole point of the intervention is they wanted to make we wanted to make that argument in this case because we felt that uh, Library Inc. was not going to make that direct argument. So if that is that argument is coming up naturally, then it's very difficult to think the uh, SEC can win because there's no there's no way that argument can hold ground. If if anything with a secondary market is a security. Everything is a security. Yeah, then everything's security. Everything, and let's uh, other than uh, things that are recognized commodities, which are regulated under an entirely different regime, and I'm sure the SEC is grumpy about that because they'd really like it. Uh, it is that interventionary document posted anywhere? The writings that these guys, yeah, did? yeah, I'll I'll dig it up. It's uh, it's not. So their argument was not specific for the uh, intervention. They did have documents for that like you can listen to the court um the the proceeding where they were talking to the judge and the sec's lawyer was there and they basically said what i just said like here's here's our argument we want to make it because we don't think library inc is going to do it uh but the the theory behind it is just what they have written over the years on how the sec is approaching cryptocurrency and it's again pages on pages, and they really see one every couple months or so. But I will dig that up for you. Yeah, I mean, it, what I'm Sandra, saying is, it would be nice if there was a post with all those links in it, along with links to the actual request for intervention that you guys filed. You know, just so we could point at it and say, "Look there." It's we've shared it before. We have shared it before. I'm sure it's in one of the notes episodes where we, we announced the intervention. But Sandra, you wanted to get in a second ago. What did you want to say? Sandra fell off his table. <laughs> I like that Sandra's on the table. All right, we'll move on. Yeah, <laughs> Sandra, we'll, let me know yeah, if you we'll want to jump in. Um, yeah, so uh, the reason we bring up this post in the first place is not just to talk about the ICC suit. It's because for some reason, the library decided to talk about anonymity in the same thread. Which is <laughs> a bizarre mix, but it's it's not. <laughs> I, I think that they are, um, i got to be honest, I, I think they might be thinking, uh, joining me in the rebel underground. Uh, because it's like, hey, would you like to continue using this system, even if things go terribly south? Hmm, here's how you can engage completely anonymously. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, work through that. What is, what's the anonymous angle here, and how do you do it? Well, here's the short version, and I can tell you this mechanically because I did it this week. If you would like to post things anonymously, you can through the uh, through either the desktop or Odyssey, though obviously the desktop is inherently more anonymous. But you can post things when you when you post them. It asks who, what channel do you want to post them as. All of which you know, all of your channels are associated with your wallet, but you can also post them without a channel associated up front. 
and uh, it will just go, all right, this is being posted. It's related to your wallet, but only you have the keys to verify that you are capable of, of pulling tokens off of it or changing that claim, updating that claim. Here you go. Uh, hold on to your wallet because this is the only reference to you that exists and you own it. And then it just goes into the blockchain as part of its namespace. Now, as always, you know, your IP is an important part of staying anonymous. But if you are using a masking mechanism for your IP, then you are about as close to anonymous using any social media interface distributed on as you can. As Mediator says, his hub is going to accept Tor connections, which is great. Um, and he also points out if you use the SDK directly, it's even better. But let's be honest, no, nobody is going to be using the SDK directly. They're going to use some sort of interface on top of it. And, you know, hubs can see transactions, but at a certain level, you have to trust the infrastructure or you don't trust anything. And you only talk to people face to face in whispers, in caves, underground, in Nigeria. Amen. All right. So I found, thank you for that great summary. That was, I was not fully paying attention, but it was because I'm, I was searching okay for this that. and I found it. But I'm sure you're, you're completely correct in it. Use Tor. Yeah. If you, you know, Tor is okay. Tor is okay. Yeah, uh, the reason. As for any reason my mic is hugging your left ear so hard, I don't know. I do know it's set to stereo. It's probably set to stereo rather than mono. Like yeah. I said before the show, I had to yeah, do some hacking. I'll I'll fix it in the recording and have it fixed before the stream next time. It isn't um it, it isn't just outputting uh through my left ear on my headphones for some reason. Okay, well that's good to know. Good to know. Probably because you're listening through Discord and that forces yeah. everything to mono and the stream is broadcast in stereo. Yes. All right. So carrying on with the conversation, we got the link to AGG. That's the lawyers we used for the intervention. Uh, their blog is titled De Deconstructing the SEC's Cryptocurrency Suppression Program. And this is part five, which is a general summary of their whole arguments. There are parts one through four out there somewhere. I couldn't find them. But check that out if you want to learn more. Regarding the security uh, or non anonymity using library, it is interesting that Library Inc. is putting this out. Odyssey is not because, as we all know, Odyssey collects all your information and uses it for advertising. Mm -hmm. uh, and Library desktop is the way to truly be free. Be free. Um, and, and in the same time, you end up supporting the network. Uh, well, you can by reseeding content back into the P2P system. And I will say, I just reinstalled uh, the desktop app recently, and the startup for a naked wallet is so nice now. It actually That's prompts good. you in the beginning, like, um, how much space do you want to dedicate to downloading content? How much do you want to reseed in the network? It's very nice to see those features that we were hoping they'd put in all those years ago. <laughs> I like how you, you kind of work that in at the end. <laughs> yep. All those years ago. All right. Any other? Awesome. Go ahead, Sandro. Um, moving back to the uh, the point of using Tor. Yeah, Tor's good apart from when like all of the nodes are compromised by one uh, like actor, like bad actor, because then you could be de-anonymized. De Even so, a significant yeah. number of them. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. tour is an interesting system. It's good at making you feel mm -hmm. like you're anonymous, if nothing else. Yes, unless like the go unless governments start running loads and loads of tour nodes, which 
who knows they could be i mean um, who, who, if, if you were a government wouldn't you yeah that does to be fair no, it does I make sense there's not that many there's not that many well if you're the secret service then if I, you were the uh, if you were the investigative branch of the mm-hmm. the federal government, John, if you yeah, were serving no, as I, my strong left hand, corruption, all the library nodes are run by governments. Question. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't care know. about some kids downloading like. Uh, what, what's the stupid TV show? <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones. Let's pick Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be worried about nerds downloading Game of Thrones. That got political corruption root out. And and phones to tap in the White House and stuff. Come on. I mean, I, on. those are also important things to do for me. Care about Tor? Although, <laughs> if, if you um, it 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 could be helpful to like, let's say the FBI because think about it, people would think that they're anonymous, and then let's say they wanted to catch some criminals who use Tor, um, then they could right. yeah, if they hosted loads of nodes, then yes, they we're going could down a rabbit hole though that is entirely based off a joke so let's move forward to another interview with jeremy kaufman he sat down uh with who i didn't uh, oh digital cash with uh yeah. Joel. cool I, I did not get a moment to listen to this Has anyone watch this i listen have not it? watched it yet I've, I've had other stuff going on this week but i was amused to see that he had sat down with joel and the the actual title really like struck me funny because it's Jeremy Kaufman on the library versus SEC cases ripple effect on all crypto ripple XRP. It's a pod. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, look at him. He, he shaved his beard. Oh yeah. That was good. right. I think given that jacket and the tie, I think he went there right after his uh, meeting with the SEC in court. Uh-huh. He actually shaved mostly to go to that. I was, I was so um, I was shocked. Ah, Jeremy always looks good. Who are we kidding? He looks a little scruffy sometimes. <laughs> a little scruffy, Jeremy. Uh, Clean up. Clean up. Get a haircut, you hippie. <laughs> this is cool. Check it out. Uh, Joel Venezuela is a crypto... Uh, I, I even goes for crypto geek. He's lived on Bitcoin for a while. Uh, he's been in the space for a very long time. He does, does in, independent journalism. Uh, and is a is a great guy. Oh, I'm a good guy. Yeah, so and if you go it check it out, uh, leave a message, say that we sent you over there, and that you heard about it here. And I think people might be uh, might be interested. I, I it's it's interesting that this interview happened when and where it did. I am in favor of people who are following the case, listening to what Jeremy has to say, because for all the times that he can be a little um, bombastic, he's he's also very 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 straightforward about what he thinks and and what he feels about it and i think that's this, an important thing yeah. to understand yeah absolutely and it also is a failing too because it makes me take everything he says as like oh that's an interesting thought but i'm just gonna wait to see what happens i mean you <laughs> know that's because we've been here a while yeah i don't trust much of what he says but trust I don't no think one he's lying, keep your laser handy but <laughs> yeah just no, no, always comes with an extreme point of view. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he's lying. I think sometimes he may be a, a, a little overblown. He's he's in a very weird way. This is where I get lynched right now. In a in a very <laughs> weird way, Jeremy Kaufman reminds me of Donald Trump. <laughs> like they both have that bombastic <laughs> forward presence. Like he, you know when he's in the room, you know it in his interview that he's going to be talking about stuff in a very intense, very personally focused way. Like, they, that's a common thing that's uh, beginning to appear more frequently in, in public presentation. I think it's very fascinating. Yeah, for better or worse. For right, better or worse. Check out the interview if you want. Uh, mm. 
it's at at Digital Cash Network on Library or Odyssey. I'll just drop the link. Yeah, yeah, yep. do the linky thing. So now we're going to move on to some cool library protocol discussions, I hope. Uh, yeah, uh, a couple of things, yeah. Yeah, one has to do with a library as being more than just a video content platform. And the second has to do with incentive mechanisms. Incentive mechanisms. Damn it. What did I eat today? Uh, <laughs> That's a good where question. Do you guys, where do you guys want to start? Let's start with the fact that it would, uh, that Odyssey posted about being more than a video platform. Caught me completely off guard. I, I don't know, know about what? you. <laughs> it is, uh, yeah, didn't see this coming because Odyssey is largely a video platform. That's their whole shtick. They are video first, vanilla flavored, and for the masses, crypto free sort of YouTube alternative. But it seems as though they're starting to appreciate they're built on a technology that does not it's not a video sharing platform mm -hmm. it is a content sharing platform which can have uh viewers like a pdf viewer or a video viewer built on top of it so when the content that you access is a video it can be shown directly on whatever portal you're using or if the content's a pdf and the the portal you're using has a pdf viewer built into it you can sh you can see that pdf directly in that portal yeah it's very it's, it's like, like this is this came out of nowhere because like odyssey has gone out of their way at almost every turn over the last what two years however long it's mm -hmm. been since odyssey manifested they've gone out of their way to be like yeah Video. We do video. We want to do video. We only want to do video. Our upload interface will only let you upload video, which is was the case for a very long time. And now, now they seem to be changing that. And I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Well, it almost feels like you're coming full circle back to library.tv. It kind of does. That. It really does. I, I find a heavy sense of irony in that statement, too. Oh, yeah. And because all of us loved library TV because of its presentation, its straightforwardness, its flexibility, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Also, somebody, uh, somebody asked, can I post boobies? Of course <laughs> they said, that. And they said, we, we don't allow porn. So that also brings up another good point. Um, Odyssey control Odyssey. Um, so they can choose what content's on there. But um, you can post anything you want. Yeah. It's on them to catch you and mm -hmm. say, no, you can't do that. If you yeah. want to learn more about that, listen to last week's episode where we talk about censorship and what yes, it indeed. means mm -hmm. on library. Uh, but yeah, somebody I, said, I don't. I, I want to push back on the library TV comment because it is different. Library TV was a proof of concept for this Odyssey. The, its plan the entire time was to start as a simple digestible video sharing platform. It does not entirely shock me that it's branching out of it now that it succeeded in that and it wants to move forward. It will always be in my eyes, and I think from their branding perspective, a vanilla platform that doesn't allow porn, doesn't uh, allow viewing of extreme content. Uh, and, and I mean, like, extreme, extreme, like beheadings and shit. Um, but it's it's not, like, evil or bad that they're switching, that they're reminding people that there is more that the protocol can use than oh, just no, videos. No, 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 no it's and not it's, bad. Okay, okay. It's not just bad. It's just that. very yeah. weird that they would, you know, change horses in midstream. It's like, what do it's you... It's not a change of horse, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The horse just grew a sidecar. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put it this way. From a marketing and branding perspective, they have not 
got so much traction in the video hosting side that they can really go, oh yeah, we we won that. Let's move on at this point. I don't I don't see that. Maybe, maybe. I think they've gotten a they've succeeded in their goals. I think they've gotten a significant mm-hmm. number of, uh, amount of traction. They're getting more and more people talking about them as YouTube continues to just just pepper its feet with bullets. Oh my uh, god, that is true. So it, it they're succeeding. And one of the things that made me want to work with the foundation in the first place with library, made me want to work with library. It's it it is the single cryptocurrency still that gets average people to use cryptocurrency without knowing they're using cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. It is the only crypto and blockchain I know of uh to this day when it started and still that does that. that that's what you need. You need people using the internet without knowing they're using the internet, right? A browser or or email, stuff like that. That's library. So if they're if they started with a video platform and because their goal is to get more people to use their platform, great. They they can do it for marketing reasons. But if they're actually now pivoting and they're going to start introducing some other concepts, like if we remember when Odyssey first started, they're like, we're going to get rid of, we're going to hide all the crypto noise because we want people just to use it. Okay, cool. But if they're actually going to start bringing other concepts in, like sharing other content. And maybe they'll start bringing in some cryptocurrency concepts as more people start to accept it. That, to me, is very beneficial to not just Library and Odyssey, but the entire space. That's a huge deal because, again, it is the only platform where you can use it uh, without knowing you're using blockchain technology. It's really cool. Maybe they'll actually get around to uh, making a proper slash decent markdown blogging interface that doesn't look like absolute ass and isn't a pain in the ass to use. And I can tell you that a lot from this week. I would love it. If they are so successful in getting other people sharing different types of content, CAD files, PDFs, Markdown, that they end up making alternative portals that showcase this other content, that would be awesome too. Because again, that shows the strength of the library protocol in People can create their own portals, spin them up, and you know choose what content. So they're basically taking what um, Herm did with library.science and what uh, Baltasar did with hound.fm and what Mediator did with Mediator.com, and they're bringing it to a commercial market. They're taking these proof of concepts that have come from the Library Foundation community that are insane proof of concepts, really cool stuff, and using their massive pool of resources to make them popular. If they give credit where credit is due, I, I will take everything. I know, but I'll take everything bad I've said about uh, Julian Chandra back. No, you won't. <laughs> I I don't think they will either. Yeah, I don't. Right? I don't either. I would settle for them making blogging. Uh, both writing and consuming less of a right pain in the ass. I actually, here's the thing that I, I worked with this week. I made an article that was pretty image heavy and I was like, you know what? I usually host my images externally. What I'm going to, I'm going to go through the process of making sure all these images are posted anonymously to the library platform. So I can then reference them in the body of the blog. Holy freaking crap is that an uphill slog oh my god and it like when when it takes three to six minutes for any image that you put up to actually give you a link back that you can use in the body of the post like no no it's not it's not worth the effort it's just not it's not good so i would love to see stuff like that get built out into to, to better mechanisms 
Um, like there's an entire there's an entire setup for that. And Odyssey, maybe they're realizing that we need to get more people on board who do more than just post shit post videos. Um, not not to yeah. put too fine a point on it. Um, sure. Go ahead. When it comes to CAD files, they don't make it very uh, uh, like apparent uh, when you're uploading that you can upload CAD files because it says like select video, audio, or image file to upload. Yep. Like, it basically appears that you can't upload anything else apart from those three things. So Which I think is why they put out this tweet. So they might change that language in the ad, but I, this makes sense as a as a process for me from a large bulky company, even though they are tiny. Uh, I will go to Vinyl's question here in the chat. He asked how the dot science website is doing. Uh, it has come down. We achieved our goal for the time being. Uh, Herm has some energy he wants to put into it. I think. Uh, regarding just redoing it uh, with some knowledge he's picked up over how library works uh, in the back end. From my perspective, I would love to see uh, a portal rebuilt using the same concepts without uh, leaning on the uh, anti-library ink philosophy on censorship um, that focuses on the DSI community, which is growing rapidly and becoming a very big movement. So library can tap into that very easily if there's a portal that hosts science content specifically in the crypto space. So we get large projects like Protocol Labs and and like Molecule, like DSI Labs to host their content on library. And it's all shown next to one another uh, without any other content up there, just DSI comment. Content. So it was it was proof of concept that's down for now. We're refining the concept and we're going to put it back up. Well, I'm not going that far. I don't know if we will refine it and re-upload. Uh, we might, though. We might. We we've talked about it a little bit. I'm kind of of the opinion like Herm. If, if Herm wants to do it, if anyone else wants to pick it up, I'm happy to help however I can. Uh, but I'm not going to be a main driver behind it. Right. So the other one, I was the main driver, and Herm was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And this time, I was like, "All right, Herm, if you want to do it, I'll tell me what to, how I can help." <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun, and again, it was a really cool proof of concept. I loved it. It was great, and I'm glad that someone learned. Like Herm used it as the project to learn how to use library to learn a lot about the library protocol so i'm very very happy that that's the case and he's a great contributor that's continuing to work with the protocol so i would like to see it come back i mean i don't see any reason if it wasn't consuming a whole lot in the way of resources which i have no idea what its resource overhead was was. it was not it was the biggest overhead was keeping it up because uh the the back end stuff according to Herm, was not the best it could have been all right fair enough i I would love for Herm to be like yeah I'll, i'll tinker with this as i go and and we'll put up a new version and we'll let it sit and if i get the urge to do some more work on it we'll take it down i'll sure. tinker it and put it back like if a a single thing that acts as a point of contact for um you know just here are some people who are working on this project it's self-contained it's it it, it it knows what it is if you have an idea for making this better you want to work on the ui you want to work on the back end like herm is doing you know hey come on and pile in that would be a good sort of like ongoing community project that really doesn't have to have a whole lot of, of of attention paid to it. It's just, you know, when people feel like tinkering with it. Well he's even he's even stepped up to help me out with uh with library pool with kind of redesigning the UI because it is cool. god awful. Cool. So this is good it, stuff. I actually have somebody else who's who's willing to help me kind of give it a good facelift. 
because I suck at UI. And uh, and he said he's happy to help me adjust the old code in in the UI sense. Now I've still been working with um, with uh, Roy Lee from Library Inc. and we've continued to debug and stabilize LBCD, which is the Go implementation of uh, of the full Node software. And we are we have have it stable. Uh, actually, I was just talking to one of the maintainers of Zpool, which is another one of the uh, mining pools that supports library credit, and they are now reinvestigating implementing that software so it's starting to get a little bit more adoption which is good it's great actually cool cool I, this is good stuff to hear we need more of that also as a shilling side note um if you do want to help support the library foundation uh librarypool.net contributes one percent of every block that we mine to a wallet that is exclusively for the foundation. All right, I'm going to ask. Processing power. I'm, I'm going to ask the the, the the ridiculous question, which no one wants to answer. So, what's what's that usually come out to a month? Huh. Moving on. Well, uh, <laughs> actually, give me a second. I'll uh, I'll tell you how much I got in there right now. I actually do want to know. I, I'm curious how much the mining actually pays off. I mean, it's it's important for the the protocol from a purely technical point of view. You know, it, it's it's absolutely required, but it'd be good to know how much the pool contributes to the foundation a month. That that I think that's a good gauge. So, so I'll give you a a seven day timeline because I have to. I have two LBC tra L transactions that come in each time a block is mined because of the average block reward. Yeah, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Yeah, you're probably getting about uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, probably about twenty. So twenty times two ish. So you uh, probably about fifty, fifty-five because it's it's hey, can, not an even just, number. Can you do the math and then come back to us with a, like a number per day or a number per month. We're gonna yeah, move on because yeah, we're worse. running out of time. Uh, we've got this last topic to talk about. Uh, why aren't we earning LBC for running library? And I guess this is related to, uh, <laughs> no, I'm leaving at three. I got shit to do. He's also, got shit I was to do. Early. We're not real. I was early. I was, and then I got a phone call. Not we were, we, yeah, he right. was early for John. Okay. We'll just. <laughs> Second mm -hmm. first. All right. Why aren't we earning LBC for running library? First of all, you can earn LBC by mining blocks, helping secure the blockchain. But the question, the root of the question is, why aren't you getting LBC for seeding content back into the P2P network? Good question. The simple answer is that type of incentive mechanism is very complex and no one's been able to do it successfully yet. And to build that into the first iteration of the protocol would be very dangerous and the whole system probably would have collapsed by now if that were the case. But there, there is a chance, I'm not saying it's a good chance, but it does exist. There are multiple people who have expressed interest in exploring the possibility of protocol level incentives that would incentivize people to share content back through the network. The alternative method would be to create a uh, business plan around seeding content through the network. An example of what that might look like in very simple terms would be, uh, I go to Lex, hey, you've got some content to share. I will put it on my server uh, and make sure it's always in 99% uptime seeded through the P2P network if you send me 10 LBC a day. Something like that. Wow, that 10 LBC a day. Jeez, I would tell you to suck yourself is what I would say. 
high prices here, but that can be made infinitely complex. Oh, you yeah. can think about like every time it's access, you maybe pay a little bit, uh, stuff like that. You so know, it's, those are the, the, two the ways question I look at itself. It, like, the question itself isn't very interesting because we've answered that question about a hundred thousand times. It's interesting that in the Reddit subreddit, in the library subreddit, both Nico and I felt compelled to reply, and uh, including our content uh, in replies. All the replies are pretty good. I was shocked. The dumpster fire actually kept me warm for a moment. And uh-huh. if you're curious about reasons that this might be that we can't even begin to get into on this show unless you want to go another couple of hours... Yeah, well, check it out. I, Miko's answer is fantastic. Miko, again, gets props for being the guy in every social media space I can find where people are talking about library. He pops up with technical answers. And uh, yeah, I, it was you. It was you. He's like, what's so was your player, player deuce, player deus. Player two. Uh, so the the third answer, I guess. So there's the two I explained. One is it could happen maybe one day, but it's complicated and people need to figure out how to work that game theory. Uh, the second is business plans, baby. The third is uh, the P2P system that library runs on could be replaced by a another type of P2P system, something like Filecoin or something like Arweave or Siacoin or Storage or something like that. So there's... Three options then. Yeah, and given that IPFS uh, has started expanding clients to actually do things like stream video directly, it's becoming more and more viable as a mechanism. And unlike library, IPFS really does have people whose business plans are constituted to be like, yes, you give us X amount of money a month and we will host your content up to this amount, which... You know, somebody over there thought it was profitable enough to pull off, and those companies have continued to be maintained, though, to be fair, probably NFTs made that their winning strategy because NFTs need to be hosted uh, long-term, and people are willing to pay to make that happen. So, you know, again, you're right. The block storage and forwarding system of the library protocol could be replaced. There are definite competitors who are looking to to be competition to library in that sense, not necessarily in the name uh, the namespace management sense. So yeah, it, things are happening in the world. Yeah, all the time. I did get the totals by the way, and it's on average about ten LBC per day, give or take, depending on how many blocks we hit. Are we hey, still trading at three cents? Store data for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out okay so if it's 10 lbc a day th- so 300 a month 300 lbc for a month you know that's actually not that does cover some data storage cover- costs i mean it's it maybe covers the power to a server oh, it covers my personal cost if i'm charging yeah, 10 lbc a day we, we currently have 2600 lbc in the foundation wallet that is directly only from library pool that's cool that is very very cool so if you want to get into mining library and you're looking for a pool to join that has a positive side effect, get into the library pool and, and make you know, send, a, send a few cents a day over our way, and hopefully we can put that back toward doing cool things for the community. Just waiting for the SEC to disappear. Oh, man, the way things are going, I wonder. No, it, well, in, in this case, 
at least. It seems like we got several weeks left, end of this month, end of September, maybe. Fingers crossed, and then we know. Uh, Ted, uh, Tex, I'm not sure I would say that I need a minor in public. That seems very yeah, awkward. Yeah, you definitely used the wrong minor there. Uh, I did like Matt Eater's joke here. He says pseudo apt remove SEC. <laughs> I think you right. might have to force that with Dash RF. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe we need a sacrifice to appease the dark gods. I'm going to say thing. Is it Shroom? It doesn't have to be a who. It always has to be a who. Like, I don't know, a, vo a volunteer. I'm just suggest. I don't know. No, no we it's should just volunteer. An idea. It's just here. an idea. Brainstorm about it. But yeah, it should be Lex. Lex, definitely. I am definitely going to be in charge of that sacrifice, not be the sacrifice, because no gods want no, me. it's going to be Lex. It's, it's going to be Lex. I'm, I'm just trying to think, would Moloch want me as a sacrifice? No. No, no, that would be bad. That would be like making your own competition. You wouldn't want that. Mm -hmm. All right. So on that note, we're going to close off here. Uh, we'll see yeah. you all next week, Friday, yeah. 2 p.m. Eastern, the Library Foundation Discord server. Hey, well, where can I mention I one thing? No, I guess, maybe. Because I don't know if we're going to have this much stuff to talk about next week. So I, I do know I one just, thing you won't have so next fun. week. What? Me. Whoa, no. Oh, All right, yeah. so it'll be a boring week next week. You don't even need to come. We'll, uh, we'll see you in two weeks. I'll broadcast <laughs> from the gastroenterologist's office. It'll be great. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandra, what did you want to add? Um, that the Creative Council held a meeting last Sunday, and we basically, we've, um, we're now planning to make some videos on certain library related topics which we're going to pub uh, which are going to be submitted on the first of September and then we'll uh we'll upload all of those. But um yeah, that that's basically what's going on. Good times. Really cool. Can't wait to see it. Me too. Mm -hmm. So each uh, creator on the Creative Council uh, can kind of take their own direction with it, but we've gave uh, each uh, uh, person who attended the meeting a topic which they can cover in their video. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how all these videos turn out. Yes. Yeah. All right. Very cool. On that note, guys, we will sign off and see you next week, 2 p.m. Eastern. Or in two weeks. Hey, you guys are not going to uh, bail on this no. crowd next week. I just want to No, next week. Next week. Next week, 2 p.m. Eastern. See you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye.